Oh, now. That's what I always say. This camera. Good golly. There we go. Is that better? Yeah, that looks centered. Those are the two things I always say. Oh, now. And then I complain about the camera angle. Well, you know what that means? It means it must be Monday night. It's time to drink some beers. Anthony's jumped on. That's lovely to see. Hope you're all well this uh, fine, fine evening here in Toronto. Or day, if you're listening to it on the pod or watching the video later. Maybe it's day where you are. Maybe you're watching it live right now and it's day where you are because you don't live in North America. That could happen. I don't think that's the case, but it could be. Anyway, here we are. What a nice day. Woo-wee. It was a nice day today. It was a bit rainy there this morning, but gosh, what a, what a cracker. It looks like a good week. I only have to work three days this week, guys. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm on holiday next week, too, so I'm going to have like a 12-day holiday. It's amazing. Uh, <clears throat> I'll still do the pod, though. Don't you worry about that. So what are we doing tonight? Well, you know what we're doing. We're, uh, we're drinking. We're drinking this guy, if you're watching the camera. There's that beautiful can. This is Kapow. Kapow! You always kind of have to shout it. Clip your microphone, too, by the look of it. Uh, Kapow from Reinhardt. This is an IPA that, uh, well, no spoilers, but it does everything you want it to. It does it well. So uh, let's... Uh, get in there. Now, some of you will remember I, I teased I was going to do a sawdust beer. I still might do that one later. It's a beer that can age. Not that Weeks is really aging, but it's not going to be impacted. Whereas Kapow, Kapow, needs to be consumed quite fresh, ideally. So here we go. Let's uh, get that in the camera. There it is. Yes. Yes. The glass is still not as clean as it should be. I'll be the first to admit it. But it's better than it was. Did I tell you about our washing powder problems? Anyway, we're part of the way out of that problem. Uh, still not super clean, but it was pretty bleak there for a little while. Uh, so forgive the bubbles. I'll just keep knocking them off. And uh, let's give this a sniff. Mm. Oh, and by the way, still, believe it or not, rocking a bit of this cold. Not as bad, not as drippy as last week, uh, thankfully. But my sense of smell is still shaky, so bear with me. Oh, also, I just stuck my nose actually into the head in my beer. That's never a pleasing experience for anybody, really, but especially not me, because I'm the one who just did it. Yeah, I mean, oh, citrusy as anything. Maybe even, like, orangey specifically. kind of all I'm getting, but again, limited. Let's try a sip, see what we see. Huh. I feel like that's different than what I remember, but I really like it. It's very New England-y. So creamy. I like that. And very late hoppy. This reminds me actually a lot of Life in the Clouds. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, clementine almost is what I would say, uh, or mandarin orange, juicy mandarin orange, not quite as sweet as a mandarin, a little more sour like a clementine. Um, 
maybe a little piney. There's a, um, a more earthy, bitter hop quality to it as well. But the big show, it's not like a sour beer, but it's quite a tart, juicy, clementiny, good kind of vibe. Um, that's really nice. I remembered it being still sort of New World late hoppy, but like heavier on the, the, the pine side of things and earthy qualities, a little danker. Uh, but maybe I'm forgetting. Maybe I'm confusing it with a different beer. Or maybe just it's morphed a little over the years. Last time I had this beer was probably three years ago. So, mm. Oh, yeah. So orangey tropically, a little tart, bit of piney dankness. Maltiness is just too row. It's there. You don't even have to look that hard for it, which is kind of nice. It's a real nice supporting character. Finish is still all hops. It's not squeaky. It's not dry. This is a very late hop beer. Not a lot of alpha acids in this. It's, uh, it's, it's quite smooth drinking. <clears throat> and as I noted, a creamy, nice creamy mouthfeel to it. Maybe not like super creamy. Oh, there's my darling wife. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's necessarily oats in here, but there could be wheat, actually, which would add a little bit of... Uh, uh, it would amplify some of that tartness from the, uh, the hops as well. Oh yeah, that's quite nice. Yeah, lovely, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not orange juice opaque, but it's not clear. Yellowy touching on orange in the middle, would we say? Little loose white head, I like it. Man, it's a good beer. Let's go to the can and see what they say about it. <clears throat> Sorry, pardon me. Still uh, fighting this. 6.5% alcohol. Would not have guessed that, but I believe it. Oh, wow. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of words here. Tropical flavors. Reminiscent of mangoes, grapefruit, and stone fruit. Yeah, I might actually get a little peach out of there, too. I can believe that. Mosaic, Citra, and Simcoe. That's where the pine's coming from. Uh, late kettle hopping, which brings less bitterness to the finished product. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's all late hops. Uh, really, really nice. And they do very specifically say, store it cold and drink it fresh, which is great. Yeah, there's a whole whole essay down there. Man, Reinhardt's been open since 2015, six years. Can you believe that? I can, but it feels like when I went to say, I don't think I've had this beer in three years, I went to stop myself and be like, that can't be right. But then, of course, you know, a year and a half of that was pandemic. So bit more than a year and a half at this point, actually. Um, so that does make sense. I can't remember the last time I got out to Reinhard. I, I'm almost positive it was before I started working at Canada Post. So they still would have been quite young, quite fresh. Uh, but I've been out there. Lovely spot. I do, do encourage it. Um, in fact, let's just discuss where do you get this beer. Well, I'm going to have a sip of it, and then we can discuss that. Where you get this beer? Well, I bought it at the LCBO. Uh, I went into the LCBO there on uh, on Sunday after uh, I don't even know what the, the 18th rugby game I was at this weekend. It was fantastic, but a little tiring. Um, but yeah, I went over to check out uh, my boy Ben playing some sevens. He worked really hard this week to get his contact up to snuff so he'd get selected, and he did. And I uh, had a good game, too, by all accounts. A couple, 
played in a couple of games. Um, but it's always just so so proud, you know, watching your kids doing a thing that you love and they're loving it. It's great. <clears throat> anyway, we went to the LCBO after that. And by we, I mean I, because I made Ben stand outside with our bikes because I hadn't brought a lock. But anyway, picked up some of this, got some of, oh, this is the empty can, actually. Nice one here. Neon Haze from Amsterdam, another good uh, IPA. Also got a couple of cans of uh, Devil's Pale Ale from Great Lakes. Gosh, I missed that one. But I got the Kapow, the Reinhardt. Because, as noted, I don't get out that way. They're out in the Stockyards area of Toronto, which is like uh, uh, northwest of the junction, I think. And uh, it's real far away. Especially at the weekend when traffic is sucky. And uh, so I don't get out there much. But they're right near Shacklands. It's actually really well worthwhile going and visiting them. And if you were to, you could also get the beer there. That's what I was getting around to. Uh, I couldn't tell you their exact address. It's probably on the can. You know, you would think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, 100 Smyze Road in Toronto. It's a strong beer. Um, cool little spot. Uh, not for the faint of heart. There's slaughterhouses not too far away. And often people from PETA protesting the slaughterhouses. So that adds drama. But uh, the brewery itself, fantastic, beautiful, wide open space, amazing lighting. And then, yeah, Shacklands is in the same little area. And uh, they do like events together. Like a few weeks ago, they had like a punk rock show and they were doing like uh, they had wrestling or wrestling, if you like. Uh, and uh, I was going down in their parking lot. That's pretty cool. They do stuff like that all the time, I think. Uh, it seems pretty awesome. Also seems like it's really far from my house, so I don't get to check it out too often. But uh, I would go by there, especially if you're a West Ender. Um, make that happen. It would be, uh, I would be very happy if Reinhard was my local brewery, I'll tell you that. So now that you got it, what are you going to eat with it uh, while you're consuming it? Very good question. Mm, it's getting peachier the warmer it gets, by the way. Uh, mango still. Yeah, I could, I could buy a mango now that I've been told. I'm still going with like big sweet oranginess, but, uh, also of note, sense of smell and taste, meh, at best. So, mm. Mm -mm -mm. what am I going to eat with this? Um, I was thinking it would be funny if somebody who cared enough and was following along made a bingo card. And, like, one of the squares would be, like, how often I reference jerk fish. We're not going to say that for this. But it would be good. <laughs> oh, I would love, uh, maybe not, um, like, proper Thai-style shrimp satay skewers. Although those are delicious. And I would recommend them just about any time. But I would do a shrimp skewer with this. I love the way that shrimp on the barbecue, especially... Or over coals, you know, however you like. You could do it over a fire for all I care. Skewered shrimp over a hardwood fire, or I guess a gas one. I never think about that, but, you know, flames. <clears throat> the shrimps, they just take on such a depth of character and flavor from being cooked on fire. I can't quite ex explain it, but, but grilled, like over fire grilled shrimp, they're still shrimp, but they, I find them quite notably different than, like, sautéed or, like, you know, fried in beautiful batter. Oh, that's lovely, too. So you're going to do something over fire with these shrimp, and I'm going to get you to do a uh, 
just a, a very basic, um, like I would call it like a Pacific ginger sauce. Because uh, you see it in all the island cultures in the Pacific, and it's real simple. You do um, some soy sauce and uh, something sweet. Like here we can do honey pretty easily. Some of the islands it might be like an, uh, more of a, um, not a gave, why am I blanking? But like a syrup, like a, um, what's it called? When it's sugarcane syrup, anyway. I digress. Um, to sweeten it, you want like sort of half and half soy sauce and sweet something syrupy. Ideally, honey. We'll go with honey. Uh, and then a good grated ginger and a bit of garlic and a bit of, of scallions of green onions. Uh, that's it. And salt. Well, salt. My wife, who's watching, would point out there's more than enough salt in that uh, soy sauce. No, there isn't. Put more. Anyway, that's just between you and me. She didn't get that. Uh, <clears throat> you're going to put the shrimp in that delicious package, you know, in a, in a Ziploc, push out all the air, let it marinate. Now, shrimp, you got to be careful. You don't want to marinate them too long, okay? Uh, now, you didn't put any acid in, and that's fine, and that's good with the shrimp, right? You're tempted to put the lime juice in there. I know you're tempted. Don't do it. Just, just leave it out. Limes are great, but we're not doing that today. Um, saute or saute. <laughs> uh, marinate them in that. Then don't saute them saute them, put them on sticks and over coals, and then, uh, and then serve that uh, with a bit of rice and a nice fresh salad. And you can, here's the kicker, you can put some nice fresh fruit in that salad, you know, maybe some, uh, uh, some citrus wedges, grapefruit, orange, obviously, etc. That'd be really nice. Uh, <clears throat> maybe, uh, maybe some, you ever have a have a bit of star fruit in your salad. That'd be nice. And then, you know, just like loose greens. Beautiful. And some onion. I like onion in my salad. And then what's really cool, you could almost use the same marinade. Not literally, like don't pour it out of the bag because you've had raw shrimp in there. But you could use some of the same marinade, uh, same recipe, as the dressing. Although in that case, then you would want to add a little bit of acid. Um, you need some acid in, in the, the salad dressing. That could be lime, could be lemon could be any kind of vinegar you want. That'd be a really nice meal. Um, and the reason why, and again, the shrimp is what we're talking about. Um, people don't tend to think of shrimp as being particularly rich, but especially as a seafood, that they are, they've got a lot going on there. They're, they're, um, they're quite meaty and uh, they're not quite fatty, but like I would call them on the richer side of the scale. Um, that little bit of tartness in, in the beer is going to like cut through that really nicely. And then all those tropical flavors are going to complement really well with this um, more sort of spice-driven. Because remember, okay, ginger and garlic aren't strictly speaking spices. I get that, but um, savory things—it's gonna—they're gonna interplay well. I think. I think. Plus, if you did it actually over a fire, like on the beach, this would be great. And then you'd have to maybe forego the salad and stuff. Maybe not. Maybe if you planned ahead, but uh, you could just sit on the beach and eat skewers of shrimp and drink that, and then maybe have like uh, some fresh fruit for dessert, and you'd be, that's a pretty good meal if you ask me. So that's what I want you to do. Pacific Island uh, ginger marinade, and, uh, and this beer. Sorry, Pacific Island ginger marinade on shrimp, which are then uh, grilled with this beer. Gonna, you're, you're, you're not gonna feel sad about that experience, I promise. Unless you screw it up. 
I jest. I'm sure you'll do fine. Uh, my voice is burning out already. This is bad. Well, I've been talking for 16 minutes. The problem on Monday is I've always come from rugby practice. Now, I had an other coach helping me, which was great. He was amazing. I really hope he just keeps coming back every week. He's the dad of some of the kids. Nice, fresh ideas, fresh take. The kids don't know him. They don't know what to expect. It was amazing. Loved every minute of it. We'll see. Dave, I don't think you're a friend of the pod, but you should be. And if you are, come back. Uh, so I didn't have to shout as much as what I'm saying, but I'm still dying here. <clears throat> hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, I'm going to have a sip of beer. I don't even think I have a PSA right now. I'm going to have a sip of beer. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, no, 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 nothing, nothing much to add today, kids. Uh, glad we all got out and voted and, and uh, made sure that nothing changed. That's um, fulfilling and important. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. We've had a couple of like, uh, capacity limits raised recently for COVID and it's feeling really positive and I'm really like, yeah, this could be good. Especially like maybe we can get some vaccines into like kids. That'd be good. And then I look at Alberta and Saskatchewan and I'm like, oh, we're doomed. So guys, if you're listening in Alberta and Saskatchewan, my apologies for what you're enduring in your provinces. Uh, especially sorry for you if you're double vaccinated and still, you know, being smart with the way you act in public. Uh, because it turns out a lot of people in your province aren't. But uh, I assume everybody listening to the Toronto Beer Podcast is a sensible, caring, uh, considerate member of society. If we're in Toronto or, or any other province, really, uh, let's all point fingers and say we don't want to be like that. So let's be better. Yeah? Get those vaccines in you if you haven't already. Really shouldn't be having that conversation. They've been available for a long time. Billions of people have had them. If you're waiting for proof they're safe, you've got it. So uh, get that done. Keep up with that social distancing. I had to keep telling the kids tonight at practice, guys, space out, space out. I know we're outside, but none of you are vaccinated. Space it out. Uh, thankfully, we haven't had any cases in our club, which is good. But, uh, yep, we need to be mature and responsible, respectful of our neighbors, and uh, especially our at-risk population, people who <clears throat> are already sick and or can't be vaccinated. And we got to take care. So let's do that. And in the meantime... Drink yourself some good beer. Get some of the uh, the old Reinhardt available at uh, the LCBO, as noted, and at the brewery if you can make the trip or if it's not much of a trip for you. Uh, I would I seriously can't say enough good things about them. Love that place. Jordan, the founder, such a good guy. Such a good guy. Mm. And they make fantastic beers, especially hoppy beers. And you know me and hoppy beers. They make a lot of other good stuff, too, but they make a lot of good hoppy things, so... Go and stick all of them in your drink hole and have a great old night. Uh, but other than that, we'll wrap it up because I am. I'm <clears throat> I really feel like I'm hitting the end of my useful speaking. Um, bit of a quick one tonight. Not a big deal. Back with a longer one maybe another time. Oh, that's the only thing I will say. A guy, a friend on, on my rugby team was uh, came across the podcast and 
It's kind of ribbing me a little bit about it. So now the project is we need to get Rosie on the podcast. Dr. Rosie. Look him up on uh, on Instagram. Dr. Rosie drinks and then pressure him to come on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe don't do that. I don't know if we want to go with a strong arm, but I'm going to try and put the gears to him. The thing is, he's a bit of a quiet fella. I don't think he uh, I don't think he would sit and talk to a microphone for 20 minutes and 17 seconds like I just did. Uh uh, he's a little bit more pragmatic and self-aware, I guess. Uh, but I'd love to get him on the show because uh, we'll talk rugby the whole time for all I care. I'll just mention that we are having a beer while we're doing it. Typically, when Rosie and I have beers together, it's like uh, PBRs and, gosh, Lakers sometimes and all that. But then I saw his Instagram because, you know, he found me. I found him back. And uh, the dude drinks well. He drinks not just nice beer, but great cocktails and all sorts. So... Uh, we need to get Rosie on the show. And we'll talk rugby. Maybe after our big final. See if I can convince him. He was in the wars this past weekend. Gosh, I was amazed he could walk off the pitch. Anyway, you heard it first here, Rosie, if you're listening. I'm coming for you. Other than that, have a great week. Be safe out there. Uh, I, as I did, I mention I'm on holiday next week, but I'm doing the pod. And I'll have just come back from Algonquin. Probably have some stories. That'd be nice. And, uh... I'll be all fresh-faced and ready for a whole week of fun and holiday. And uh, I will kick it off with you, my friends, listening to the Toronto Beer Podcast. Till then, you go on and you have yourself a good night. <laughs>